Tevin Kitto. Today's guest is the popular UK-based podcast host on a mission to feature 1,000 black British changemakers in an effort to eradicate racial inequalities and inspire a generation of black British leaders. Tevin will share insights about his work and his superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show, where we empower you. Tevin, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation today. It's great to connect across the pond and to learn what you're doing. Yeah, thank you for inviting me onto the podcast. I'm uh, very honored, in fact, to be here. So thank you very much for the invitation in the first place. Uh, I'm the one who's honored to have you, Tevin. Uh, I understand you've got a podcast, uh, A Thousand Voices, uh, and you're focused on, you know, kind of many, many of the same kinds of things I'm focused on. Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, for sure. So 1000 Voices is a podcast um, where on a mission to interview 1000 Black British changemakers. It's something I started, I've had the idea for a while, to be honest. It was something I've been wanting to do for years. It's not something I just woke up and thought, okay, I'm going to start this podcast. No, I was sitting on it for a hell of a long time. And what I came to realize over a, a period of a few years, probably, uh, through when I was going on a journey of self-discovery, I came to realize it was through a fear of failure. I didn't want to start and it doesn't go properly and then all of that jazz. But then uh, something happened. I think I was reading a book and I feel like self-awareness is such a powerful thing. And I was reading a book and I've even forgotten the name of the book, which I should have double-checked, so I've forgotten the name of the book. <laughs> And if I remember it, I'll send over the name to you later on. But it was so good. And the book was yeah. talking about where a fear of failure comes from. And it spoke about, comes from perfectionism. Then it talks, delved into childhood and talking about where that's come from, et cetera, et cetera. But it was reading that and developing that that sense of awareness and really realizing where I was putting it off, um, it kicked me into motion. So then that was December 21. And I launched the first episode in February 22. And since then, as of right now, 42 episodes episodes have been released. What we're trying to do with the podcast, like I said, is interview 1,000 Black British changemakers. People, I'm trying to make it as diverse as possible. So to get people from all sorts of different backgrounds. I want people in all different industries, from all different, growing up in different tacit areas, different class or social standing, you know, very diverse, but people to come and to tell their stories of change for people to come and to talk about how they're driving change in their places of work, how they're driving change in their business, how they're driving change in their communities and so forth. So, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. We spoke with some really cool, really inspirational people doing some really good work. And, uh, yeah, it's been going good so far. Oh, that's great. That's great. Tell us about one or two of your favorite interviews. Oh, we've got 42, and I feel like, <laughs> it's it's hard to pick. I've got a few that are coming to mind. So yeah. we interviewed a singer. Um you she's a British singer called Jamelia. So she's she's quite well known as um internationally, but she hasn't sang for a while now. And that interview was so good. So what I usually try and encourage people to do is to come and just keep it real and to be as vulnerable as they feel comfortable being. And in yeah. that interview, she was so, so open. And I loved it because you get to see a different side of someone. You see her on TV singing and doing what she's doing, but you don't always necessarily get to see what she's like behind the cameras, what she's like in her own personal life. And that was so good because she really, really opened up 
and we spoke about some challenges that she's been through in her personal life. We spoke about her music journey, some of the highlights, some of the low points. Um, definitely a very memorable conversation. Oh, I, yeah. That was when I interviewed, oh, there's so many, I interviewed a woman called Natalie Campbell. So I don't know if you have this over in the States, but in the restaurants, in the UK, almost every restaurant, there's a you, when you order water, they send it over in a glass bottle, and it's called Bellu. Bellu water? I don't know if you... Okay. You may not have it. I don't know if it's in the States or not, but in the UK, is every restaurant you go to. So she's, she's the CEO of that business, and she was yeah. telling her story, and she's been running businesses since she was about... 16 17 and been doing it her whole life um as a founder and now as a ceo um in every single business i think that she's done there's always been a social angle behind it it's always been a bigger purpose behind everything she does with belly water they're doing a lot of different really cool things glass bottles they're trying to get rid of plastic waste and they're not shipping you know, water halfway across the world etc to reduce carbon footprint and whatnot but uh, just a very inspirational story and from her she has this very very sort of dogged sense of self-belief this really really strong sense of i can do whatever i put my mind to and so she's got that very strong social angle everything she's ever done has been for uh, to every business she's ever run has always been because she has some kind of a bigger purpose behind it and she wants to help or benefit some other people but at the same time she has that that crazy level of self-belief that i can do whatever i want to do and I'm a big believer in having that level of self-delete, even to level where some people might call it delusion, where you've got to really back yourself and believe in what you're doing. Uh, and I feel like that's a prerequisite uh, to be, it's, it's a really congested world. It's a very competitive world. And your skill and your talent can only take you so far. Your hard work, of course, will take you even further. But on top of that, I feel like you need to have that that level of I can do it. Really believe in yourself to push you over the line. And um, I got really got that sense from her. That's inspiring. That's inspiring. It's uh, as you think about uh, the conversations you've had uh, with these great people, what are some of the lessons that you've taken away? Have you, have you found yourself consciously learning something? Maybe you've tried to implement in your life or your patterns? Lessons, there's plenty of lessons I take away. I, what I've tried to move more towards the interviews, when you start off, I don't know if it feels like you, if the podcast, when you started off your one, and at the start, you're maybe worried about things being perfect. You wanna, you're not necessarily actively listening. You're, you have your, you already got your question ready, <laughs> next and that kind of thing. And I've tried to move away from that and to more actively listen and respond to whatever they're saying to me. And in doing that, I've been able to internalize and take on board so much more. And one thing I've really noticed is that with everybody I've interviewed, so they have different, very, very, some of them are very well known. Some are not very well known as they're not very well known to be honest at all, but not that it takes away from their work. It's just that they don't, might not have like a massive social profile, but, all of them are inspirational in their own right. And there are people around them, whether it's their community, whether it's the, at their place of work, it might be a corporate professional, whether they're more famous or whatever, they have people, pe they inspire people, is, they inspire people, sorry. And what I've realized, one common denominator between all of them is that they have, they, they're vulnerable to some degree. 
they open up and they share pieces from their own story. So the two examples I gave you, for example, Jamelia and Natalie Campbell. Jamelia, she really opened up in the, in the interview and was talking about her her story of she was in an abusive relationship. She was very young at the time. She was a teenager and she really spoke about that and then how that's affected her and who she is today. Same with Natalie and then all these other people that I've interviewed, quite a lot of them, um, are very vulnerable. And I feel that vulnerability is a very difficult thing, especially if you're a public person. Nobody, I don't think anybody likes it. <laughs> Some people do it because they probably see the value in being vulnerable, but it's very, very difficult to do. I mean, half most people can't even be vulnerable to friends and family around them, let alone to the whole world and putting it out on social media. But I've, I've found that it's it's a superpower in some way, shape, or form. It, it's it's so inspiring to hear someone really talk about the, what's going on in the deepest crevices of their heart, what's been going on in the deepest depths of their mind, the crazy dark thoughts that they've had, how they've overcome, if they've even overcome it, they're still battling against it. But through all of that, how they're driving change through their work and um, incredibly inspiring from a lot of people I've spoken to. Yeah, it's uh, it really is uh, an honor to to visit with people. It's an honor for me to visit with you, uh, right? And uh, and I, I'm glad that you have that same sense as you visit with your guests too, uh, because it is kind of a privilege to be in a position to listen to someone open up and share, uh, you know, vulnerabilities, uh, you know. As you point out, it takes a lot of courage for them to do that. Uh, who is be who would be for you like a dream guest? Who would you most want to get on your show? That's an interesting question. So, if you asked me this a few months ago, I probably would have said the person that had the most followers I could find on Instagram. But now the answer has slightly changed, and I try not to look too much at that kind of a thing. I think my dream guest now would be so what we've done so we've just gone into 2023 and 2022 is when we started and i recorded a 2022 roundup or recap video and in that i was reflecting while i was talking you know it was all one take i didn't it wasn't highly edited or anything like that but i spoke about the profile of what i feel my dream guest would be would be someone that is from a very atypical background a background that you literally will not not like you know the typical maybe a corporate professional or a tech entrepreneur or whatever i mean someone that's so left field that you may not even you may not have heard of this kind of an industry or whatever but someone that's from a very different background um and they're just willing to come and share on their story of change in an authentic and vulnerable manner would be my dream guest i think yeah that, that would be my dream guest yeah as you uh, think about your mission for the show, uh, how what, what, how'd you describe the mission, the objective, the goal of your show? So the goal is to interview 1,000 Black British changemakers. The, the vision or the, the, yeah, the vision behind it is to build a more, uh, a more equitable, and it's just a, a better UK, to be honest, a better UK um, and a better world for us all. 
I'm a strong, strong believer that until every group, every marginalized group is good, then nobody really is good. And I feel that we need to do more to support communities that have whatever issues that they have. So within the UK, for example, um, if we're talking in terms of Black Britons, there's a number of different inequalities that are prevalent from the, the what's it called, from the death rates of Black mothers um, when they're giving birth. I think it's five times, four or five times out, depending on the source that you're looking at. Um, compared to white mothers, they're four or five times more likely to pass to die during childbirth. There's exclusion rates, there's exclusion from school rates, there's stop and search from the police rates, there's disproportionate sentencing for the same kind of crimes, but then just based upon the part of color of their skin and their background, they're on average being sentenced to longer in prisons and whatnot. There's, there's, these are just a few that come to mind. There's a hell of a lot of crazy inequalities that need to be tackled. And I feel that a lot of the issues that we have in the UK stem from the stories that we tell ourselves. And that's where 1000 Voices originally, that's why I originally wanted to do it. I wanted to get people on to come and tell more positive stories. I feel that a lot of the the stuff we come across in the media, in the social media, in the newspapers, et cetera, et cetera, most of it is overwhelmingly negative. And that's, if we're talking in terms of Black Britons, yes, it's overwhelmingly negative. Just in general, the news is overwhelmingly negative and we need to do more to get more positive stories out there. I think that if we highlight more people that are doing positive work, amplify their voices and amplify the work that they're doing. And over time, especially maybe younger people that would be tuning in and watching it, over time we can work towards shifting and eradicating all forms of prejudices and that kind of thing and work towards building a better world for us all so the that's my very personal mission outside of 1000 voices my personal mission is literally to build a better world for us all 1000 voices is an avenue that i'm using right now and that's targeted towards black britons but for everyone and that black britons because that's i've got experience in that (laughs) clearly that's that's you know but my personal mission is through whatever avenues I'm going to be using later on in my life, um, build a better world for us all. I've run businesses in the past. Uh, I've done things in the past that all point towards that kind of thing. I was a youth leader for six years, volunteered for free, um, because that's just something I believe strongly in. I was I ran a business a couple a few years ago, which was an online men's fashion retailer. It's an ethically made fashion from independent designers. And in that, we was getting designers from all over the world, different countries. And again, we're just trying to support these designers, make sure the clothing and everything has been ethically produced. Because, you know, you hear these horror stories about some of the crazy practices that are being used in some of these countries, in primarily developing countries, and then deaths and crazy human rights issues and that kind of thing. And then when you learn about it, I'm like, that's not right. You know, we've got to do something to, to challenge that. And that's why I ran that business back then. Unfortunately, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work, but learned a hell of a lot from it. And 1000 Voices is the next step within that direction. But in the future, I'm sure there'll be more things, you know, but it's all towards just, if I see something and I don't like it, and I feel like there's something that we could do about it, then yeah, there'll be other things in the future as well. Fantastic. Well, that really is an inspiring mission and it and it's uh i think uh 
a great sign of the change you're making, the work you're doing, the success you're having. And I congratulate you on your success. Uh, I'm thrilled by your mission. Um, Thank you. Certainly feel a, a kinship. Um, I hope you, you don't mind my saying that uh, with a, a similar and shared vision. Um, what do you see as your superpower? That's a good question. I, for someone like myself, I don't like to toot my own horn a lot. So, so it's a difficult question to answer. But probably what I would say is empathy. I'd probably say I, I feel that I'm, I'm an empathetic person. Yeah. That's great. Can you think of a, a time when your empathy for another person allowed you to accomplish something you're proud of? An example where that really came into play. And you say, oh, wow, yeah. I really accomplished something because I was able to employ my empathy, feel what someone else was feeling. Can you think of a time like that? Ooh, that's a good question. Very reflective question. <laughs> um, I could think of, so the examples I was talking about just now with running, being a youth leader, then running the, the ethical men's fashion retailer, those were led by my, because I, I just felt it was wrong. Um, and it was a sense of empathy, that thing of empathy that led me to, start those businesses but in terms of very personal stories now i'm trying to think in terms of maybe something that's a bit more one-to-one -one, mm -hmm. i have after i've done like things like for example i remember one time there was i was with well it's my wife now but back then my girlfriend and we were out in oxford street so our central london um, if you're listening, you know London very well, but we was on Oxford Street and there was a woman who came up to me and asked me, what did she ask me for? I can't remember. She asked me for something. I can't remember. We struck up a little conversation. Um, she didn't look very well, um, but I, I, I try not to judge her but by its cover. I don't, I don't really like doing that, but uh, you could tell she does something up with her. She was troubled in some way, shape or form, but um, struck up a conversation. I can't remember exactly what it was she asked me for, but it was a decoy and she didn't really want to ask me something straight up. Um, and then I just came to realize that she had moved over to the UK not long ago, had been lied to. She thought she was coming to work. Instead, she was just been lied to and she's homeless. So she's got children, um, which I thought was nuts. So I remember um, we took her to a shop. We got her some food. Um, but gave her a little money so she can buy some clothes for her and her children. Um, and then just tried to get, give her some numbers, like call, call this number, share her phone, call this number, call them. They'll be able, be able to help you. There was a bit of a language barrier, so I don't think she even knew you could do any of this sort of thing. Like, but do this, yeah. do that, you know, um, and get some help because you, you can't be out here on, on the streets in Central London with our, with our children. Um, and I, I just felt that that was wrong. I, I don't, wasn't really comfortable with the fact that she was here, had been lied to, and uh, was now, you know, essentially begging for help. Um, but that, I guess that was led by, so I just felt inside of me that something is up and let me, so we were in a rush to go somewhere, but I was like, let me just stop and 
let's um let's have a talk here so i guess yeah that was empathy that led me to stop the talk in the first place and to do the other stuff afterwards yeah that is a profound example of of empathy as so many of us ignore brush off pass by that kind of situation and do nothing um because that empathy isn't triggered uh so I, I, that's a, a profound example of, of being guided by your empathy is a superpower that's great from time to time perhaps on your podcast it'll be your opportunity uh in life to to give people advice to coach to advise to help how would you coach advise help someone to develop empathy how I think it's something we can all learn. Maybe we can never be as empathetic as you, but we could certainly increase our empathy. How how would you coach us to do that? Yeah, certainly. I definitely, definitely believe that it can be learned. Some people are empathetic, maybe a bit more naturally, probably, probably because of their upbringing. I'm a massive believer that our upbringing really shapes who we are right now. So maybe this, whatever. But some people are more naturally inclined to it. Some may not be, but it can be learned. And I think the first step is just education and learning more about other groups of people outside of your own circle. So I think it's a dangerous thing to only hang around and talk to people who look like look like you, who come from the same background as you and just have the exact same shared experiences as you. Um, we live in a globalized world and we should use that. I feel that you can learn... I mean, realistically speaking, not everybody's going to necessarily go and pick up a book and read or watch videos on YouTube or whatnot, but you can just expand your friendship circle, for example, and learn a bit more about other people and other backgrounds. You can pick up, try some new hobby or try and talk to some other people at work, people who are from different backgrounds to you, who you haven't spoken to before, and try and speak to them a bit more. Ask them about their background, ask them about where they came from, um, why, you know, where what their upbringing was like, just find out be curious find out more about everything in this big vast world that we live in and i feel that through that the education piece doesn't have to be formalized education literally just can be from talking to and learning from more people but through that you you i believe is a strong step in helping you to develop that sense of empathy when you understand some more yeah um that that is i think a great great point um well Tevin, it's been great to have you on the show thank you for all that you've taught me it's i i'm i'm humbled i'm I'm sitting here thinking man uh tevin does this so much better than i do (laughs) (laughs) but it's uh it's great to have you on the show and i i'm grateful for the opportunity to learn from you um and i want to uh, celebrate you. Uh, before we wrap up, would you take just a minute and tell people how they can find your podcast, how they can connect with you, learn more about your show? Uh, I think you're also on YouTube, so be sure to tell people you know how to find you. For sure, for sure. And quickly before I do that, I want to echo that back to you, Devin. I, I can't believe you haven't made this joke yet, Tevin and Devin. But I want <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> echo that back to you. And it's been an honor. So thank you very much for inviting me here in the first place. I um really i've really enjoyed it it's been very reflective so thank you so much for inviting me here and giving me the platform to come and share with some of the work that we're trying to do 
So we've 1,000 voices. So we've got the podcast available on all major podcasting platforms but on YouTube as well. The channel is 1,000 Voices UK on YouTube. So that's number one. The number is 1,000 and 1,000 Voices UK. We're on most major um, social media platforms at 1,000 Voices UK. Again, the 1,000 is numbers, 1,000 Voices UK, all one word. Uh, I'm on socials at Tevin Kitto on um, primarily Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, just being my full name. So, but yeah, we're, we're everywhere. Thousand Voices UK and Tevin Kitto. Fantastic. Well, Tevin, it's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you every success in continuing to grow your podcast, build an audience and change the world. I know that's your objective to make the world a better place, to make the UK a better place, especially for uh, the people in, in your community. And uh, we, we want to see you succeed. So uh, we wish you all, all the success in the world. Thank you very much, Devin. And the same back to you. I wish you all the best and all the success in your endeavors and with your podcast as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, Good. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit devonthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.